Hello and welcome to Is This a Safe Space? I am your hostess with the mostest and fearless leader, Ashley. If you're new here, there's only one thing that you need to know about me and it's that I'm a badass bitch. (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, is this a safe space? Okay, bet. So... I might get emotional on this episode tonight and I, I know why and I'm going to try not to cry, but I'm very sensitive and I cry very easily. But so I went out to lunch the other day. I went and got my lashes done on Saturday and because I had a babysitter, I just took advantage of the freedom and I um, went out to lunch after my um, appointment and as I'm sitting at lunch there's this attractive gentleman who is at the bar and I'm at the bar and you know we're kind of glancing at each other and um, we're glancing at each other and we're smiling at each other and blah 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 so at one point he winks at me and I kind of like blush and I guess he's he's watching the bartender and he sees the bartender hand me my receipt. Um, at this point I've, I've been there for an hour, maybe even longer. Um, cause I really just wanted to take advantage of the fact that I had a babysitter. Um, and my babysitter wants to buy something very specific. So she's like, stay out as long as you want. I need the money. <laughs> so I stayed out as long as I wanted to. Um, but anyway, so he sees the bartender hand me my receipt and I see him out of the corner of my eye getting up from his his chair and in my head I'm like oh my god please please don't be coming over to me please 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 don't be coming over to me um and I'm trying to busy myself with doing something else like I'm looking in my purse I'm making sure I got my keys I'm making sure I got my card And as much as I was enjoying like the smiling back and forth, him coming over to me just made me very nervous. So like he took his time coming over. So when he, by the time he got to me, I was genuinely like surprised um, when he came over and, um, you know, we talked for a little bit and he said that he was going to give me his number before he left. And I said, okay. And, um, you know, he paid his bill And I was sitting, you know, not wanting to leave yet. And he came over, gave me his number. He wrote it down on a napkin and um, told me to call him. And I, you know, I was just like, oh, I might text you. And he was like, no, 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 call me. You know, I'll hear my phone ring. Um, I'll hear the phone ring, you know, more than I'll hear a text notification, I guess, or whatever. Um, Oh, also, during our conversation, he told me that he was 56, about to be 57 at the end of April, and um, I will be 36 in April. So I'm like, "Mm." he's like, oh, I'm old enough to be your dad. And I'm like, yeah, that's not, (laughs) you know, making me horny. (laughs) For lack of a better word, I'm just like, that's not, you know attracting me more to you like yeah you cute like you you fine you handsome but uh bringing up that you're close to my dad's age that doesn't make me want to be like oh yes take me now right here on this bar um but anyway 
I understand AJ nothing but a number, but he really shouldn't have brought up my dad. Um, anywho, so he leaves and I kind of already knew that I wasn't going to call him because also during our conversation, you know, he asked me what I do for a living. I told him, um, I asked him what he does. He told me that, you know, he drives trucks and I, you know, I was like, oh, so like cross country. And he told me that he doesn't do that anymore. And, um, he said that he doesn't do that anymore because it started messing up his back. And he was like, matter of fact, you know, my back hurts right now from sitting in this bar stool. And then he leaned in and like whispered in my ear, I might need you to massage it for me. And I'm like, okay, strike one because you don't even know me. I don't even know you. So like, why are you talking to me like this? You know, and maybe he was trying to be funny, but it like, it wasn't funny because instantly I'm just like, oh, so anytime a man, and maybe this is, maybe it's something I need to work on, but anytime a man brings up like being physical within the first or second conversation, like if we haven't even been out on a date and you're already talking to me about being physical, even if it's not straight to sex, I'm turned off because why can't you talk to, why do you have to, why do you have to bring that up? You can't just have a regular, degular, schmegula conversation with me. Like, we can't just like kick it. Like, we can't just shoot the shit. Like, why did he have to bring that up? And I'm like, God damn it, man. You're you about to be 57 and you're talking to me about massages. Like, I am, no, I'm not a masseuse. I'm, I'm, I'm not a masseuse. So he turned me off with that. But I was still like, okay, you know, maybe I might call him. You know, what else am I doing? Um, I'm not talking to anybody else right now. And I have recently kind of had moments of like loneliness where I'm like, damn, I wish I was talking to a man, you know, just to, but it's terrible because I really just want to talk to someone just to pass the time. Um, And that's not good. You know, I don't, I shouldn't like waste anybody's time like that. Shouldn't waste my time like that. Like fuck they time. I shouldn't waste my time like that. But, um, I don't, you know, I don't want to put myself through that. And I certainly don't want to put somebody else through that. So, you know, I don't, I don't talk to, to, to men. I just been focusing on myself and my kids. And when the right man comes along, he'll come along. But anyway, So I still was willing to be like, okay, you know, I didn't really like that, but you know, I might call him later or whatever. This is the first time in a long time too, that I've like gotten the digits, like when I've been out and I've literally been asking myself, like I had one guy that I went out on a date with. He told me that he thinks the reason why I don't get hit on more in public is because I'm intimidating. And he said that to me on our date and I was like, okay. And he was like, well, yeah, I think that's the reason why. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to change who I am because, you know, some man may find me intimidating. I basically, and I told him on that day, I was like, if you see me or not, not him, but like, I'm like, in general, if a man sees me and the reason why he's not talking to me or not making his move is because he thinks I'm intimidating, then that just means you ain't that nigga. So like move aside so that nigga can find me. Okay. So (laughs) I was like, kind of like impressed with myself. Like, oh shit, a bitch still got it. Like, you know, I'm pulling, I'm getting, I'm getting the digits in public. I'm not having to be like on Bumble or 
fucking plenty of fish or Facebook dating to like get the get the digits. Okay. Like I was feeling I was feeling myself. Um so I was I was I was happy about that. But I still was kind of like irritated about the massage thing. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna call this man. I might call this man. I might text this man, but this is probably not going anywhere. So I waited a few, he walked out after he gave me the number and I waited like 15 more minutes, paid my bill and everything. And I almost ordered another drink because my gut told me that he was gonna be outside. And we should always listen to our intuition, everybody, because that nigga was outside. But anyway, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, let me just wait a little bit because I have a feeling he's going to be outside. He's going to be outside when I go outside. So 15 minutes go past. I'm like, okay, I'm sure he's not still waiting on me. But in my gut, my gut was like, no, ho, he is outside. <laughs> so walk outside. I'm walking to my car, minding my business. I'm not looking around. I'm not, because I don't want to like make eye contact with him. I don't want to, if he's not looking at me, I don't want to like draw his attention. So I'm like, I got my finger on my pepper spray and I'm walking straight to my car. I've already pressed my push to start. My car is on. I'm ready to go. So I hear somebody say, where are you going? And I'm like, I ain't talking, whoever that was, ain't talking to me. So I just keep walking. And then um, I hear a car, a honk. So I look around. This nigga is parked right across from my car. I was like, ain't this a bitch? So I look and I smile and, you know, I wave or whatever. So he calls me over to the car. I walk to the car and I see he's smoking a cigarette. So I'm like, strike two. I used to be a smoker. So, and it's, it's something I still struggle with. I have not been not smoking long enough (laughs) to date a smoker. I wouldn't even want to date a smoker because I feel like that would be too much temptation for me to start smoking again. I used to tell my husband all the time when he when when he was alive, um, I used to tell my husband all the time that if he didn't smoke, I wouldn't smoke because I hate going to buy cigarettes. Like it's, uh, it's the big, I, it's like a chore. Like I hate getting up and going to the store to buy cigarettes. So I used to always tell my husband, like, you're the one who buys the cigarettes. If you stop smoking, I would stop smoking because I'm not going to buy cigarettes. But I feel like I don't want to date someone who smokes because I feel like I could fall very easily back into smoking and I don't want to. So I walk over to the car. I see he's smoking a cigarette. So I'm like, "Mm -mm, I don't like that. And, you know, he asked me where I'm going. And I, you know, I'm telling him I'm about to go see one of my friends. And he's like, oh, okay. um, Will you be safe? And, you know, call me and da, da, da. And I'm like, okay. And I walk back to my car. Now, you know, I pull off, I go see my friend and I come back home and I did not call that man, still have not called that man. Um, I, I talked to my, anybody who follows me, if you guys follow my, po- follow me, if you guys listen to my podcast, then, you know, I'm very spiritual. I believe that I'm being guided by my, my ancestors and by God and by my spirit team. And, you know, I have, I call my, um, I call God, um, the, I call God the divine or the source or the one or, you know, spirit. But basically when I say that I am referring to God, um, so I, I, I prayed about it and I, you know, I talked to my spirit team about, you know, should I call this man and all signs pointed to no. And I'm okay with that. Like if my spirit team, I don't move unless 
God tells me to move. So if God say no, that's no. If God says yes, that's yes. And I don't move until I have a solid answer. So God told me no. So I didn't call that man. (laughs) But with that and then what happened today. So what happened today, nothing involving a, a man happened today. But um I was I'm one of my favorite things to do. It's one of my absolute favorite hobbies is reading. I love to read. I'm obsessed. I literally started a book today and I'm already finished with it. <laughs> um I haven't been able to put it down. The problem with when I start a book is that I don't get anything else done because I get so sucked into the book that I have to finish the book before I can do anything else. So, I try not to read that often even though I love it because I won't do anything for the whole day. Um, I started reading this book today and it was called, it's called Check Yes or No. And um, I am a romance novel girl. I really don't venture out of that genre. Um, It intrigues me. I love it. I've been reading romance novels for like since I was young. Like I had no business reading no romance novels. I've been reading romance novels since like middle school. Um, and I just love them. I'm obsessed with them. I am a part of a romance novel book club. They send me two romance novels a month (laughs) and it's literally my favorite book club that I'm a part of. Um, but I, I, I got, I opened up my new romance novel box today and, you know, two books inside and I picked up the one that's called Check Yes or No and um, I read the back of it and I was like, oh, I'll read this one on my downtime today. And I'm done with the book. It's finished and I can tell you exactly what happened. I'm not going to, but <laughs> you should pick it up if you want to read it. It's called Check Yes or No by J.M. Justice. And I think it's going to be um, a series because the lead female protagonist in the book has three friends and or one of them is her sister. And then she has two friends and all of them um, have trust issues with men and this book is called um check yes or no the trust series so I think there will be more books coming I think this might be the first one in the series and I definitely will read the other ones because she's a very good author and this book sucked me in within like the first two chapters I was like oh this is good (laughs) but between what happened yesterday and reading this book today um I just realized that, and I don't know if I've said this on a podcast before, but I want the fairy tale. There, I'm going to cry. Hold on. There were moments in this book where I had to stop reading it and I had to put it down because I was brought to tears. And I know it's just a book, but like... I resonated with it so much because the lead female protagonist, her name is Alex and Alex is a single mom, recently divorced. You know, she has a four-year-old son and she has walls up. You know, her guard is up, her wall is up. She doesn't feel emotionally safe with men. And the lead male protagonist, his name is Jameson, he like has this instant attraction to her and he can like tell that she has a wall up but he likes her so much that he 
wants to bring those walls down and he wants to do the work to prove to her that she can trust him and that he's in it for the long haul and that he's wanted to be a part of her life since the moment that he saw her. And that's what I want. And I know like it's just a book and like it's not real, but I feel like what I want isn't isn't hard, you know? All I want is a man that is going to look at me and think like, yeah, she is guarded because she's been hurt, but she is worth the fight. She's worth, you know, getting to know better. She's worth getting to know why is she so hurt? Why does she have these walls up? I want some, I want a man to look at me and say, she's worth bringing every single wall down and I have the time and I have the patience and I don't care how long it takes but I'm going to help her bring down every piece of every single wall she has around her heart and I just don't feel like that's a lot to ask I don't feel like that's a lot to like strive for and like and desire and want you know like the book was so good but it made me sad because sometimes I have these moments where I just feel like what I want is not real you know and then I have these moments when I'm not you know sad and lonely and anxious where I'm thinking clearly where I'm telling myself like no what I want is real I just have to be patient. But um, the book didn't necessarily make me sad. It like, it just made me realize that that man yesterday is not the fairy tale. As handsome as he was, he's not the fairy tale. And I deserve the fairy tale. I deserve every single thing that I want in the next man in my life. I desire, I deserve, I desire and deserve a man who is taller than me. And I know that that is very superficial, but the man from yesterday was my height, guys. (laughs) I desire and deserve a man who is going to take his time with me. Like, I can't jump into anything. And I need the next man in my life to know that I can't jump into anything but I won't even have to explain that to him because he'll know that I have a wall up does that make sense like like I'll have to explain it to him but like he'll already know that I'm guarded but he won't care because he wants to put in the time to help me bring that guard down and he wants to do the same thing with my children. You know, he I, I desire and deserve a man who is going to love my children as much as I do. You know, like, I don't know. This book made me very emotional. <laughs> but all it did was remind me. And I feel like, like spirit puts things in your life when you need them. Because I got it. I'm going to admit. 
all day long today, because I still got the man's number, still in my purse. All day long today, I've been like second guessing, like, mm, maybe I shouldn't call. Like this, this morning, I was like, maybe I should call. You know, maybe I should text. Maybe I should just see where it goes. I might, maybe I'll really like him, you know, or, you know, just trying to be open to new things and be open-minded and, you know, not be so guarded with like my heart and with my feelings and like not, not be so picky. And, you know, you never know, you know, where he might take you or where this may take you, or, you know, you might really, again, you might really like him. And then I kept having that like internal dialogue (laughs) with myself, like, oh, you know, just you know, maybe just text him and then I would be like no no you made the right decision and then I'd be like mm, maybe you should just text him and then, no, no 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 you made the right decision um and then I started reading the book and I feel like this book solidified for me that I made the right call because as nice as that gentleman was from yesterday he is not the fairy tale He's, he's just not, he's not my fairy tale. He may be another woman's fairy tale, but he's not mine. And I just feel like I deserve so much more because I am so much more. I feel like I deserve the best because as of right now, I am the best version of myself than I, that I have ever been. So I feel like I deserve the best and he's not the best. And... I just, I get so impatient and I'm just like, you know, where is he? (laughs) Where is this man? I know he's out there, but just where is he? I'm tired of waiting and the impatience makes me sad because, well, I don't know when this isn't like, that's like, I don't know when I'm going to meet him. I don't know when I'm going to meet him. I don't know how I'm going to meet him. I don't know what he looks like. You know, I don't know anything about this man, really. So the impatience makes me, makes me sad and makes me anxious. And then I go down this whole rabbit hole of like, this is never going to (laughs) happen. But I, I know that it will. I know that it will. have to be patient and it's not one of my virtues and you know and I have to remind myself that not knowing everything is the magic of life right of being you know delighted and surprised by what the universe has in store um, for us so I try to focus on that part of it the magical part of it And not focus so much on the, well, when, where, how, why (laughs) part of it. But it's hard. (laughs) But that was on my mind. I hope this resonates with the people listening. You know, and if it doesn't resonate, then it just ain't for you. Um, And that's fine. But I'm sure there are some people out there who listen to my podcast who feel the same way it's just like you know that you're going to find love you just get super impatient and want to know when and you want to know how and we'll never know but one day it'll happen and we'll look back and be like oh so that's why it went like that 
those are the lessons I had to learn. That's the growing that I had to do to get here. And it'll be perfect. Anyway, (laughs) I hope you guys have a beautiful, magical Sunday night. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye.